Hey all, it's Evan Hill here of Real Hawk Talk. Super excited to talk to you about our good friends over at Burgermaster. If you know anything about me, I crave burgers in my sleep. I do not mess around. Started in 1952, Burgermaster is the best burger chain in Washington State. They have locations all over the Puget Sound in Aurora, Bellevue, Everett, Mill Creek University, and Mount Vernon. Their fresh ingredients and classic driving experience make them the greatest burger chain in the state of Washington. Stop by Burgermaster on your way home from a Seahawks game. You won't regret it. Hey everybody, it's Brian. If you haven't noticed, it is absolutely nuts out there in the housing market. If you don't know exactly what you're doing and you don't have someone that you trust by your side to guide you through the process, good luck getting the home you want or getting the best price for the home you're selling. John Hurlbut at Altitude Homes is a guy I've known for years, over a decade, a friend and someone I trust implicitly. If you are in Pierce, South King, or Thurston counties, there is nobody better to help guide you through the real estate process right now. Go on over to altitudehomesteam.com slash hawkablogger. Now, again, that's altitudehomesteam.com slash hawkblogger. Sign up to contact John. He will help you with the process, and all referrals will result in a $1,000 donation from John and the Altitude Homes team to Ben's Fund. Everybody wins. Go in there, get your help, get your dream home, get the most money for your home. AltitudeHomesTeam.com slash HawkBlogger. Hey all, Evan Hill here of Real Hawk Talk. Super excited to talk to you guys about our good friend Blake Johnson of ManifestFit.com. Football season is quickly approaching, and it is a struggle to stay in shape while eating burgers and nachos. ManifestFit.com is your one only true online personal training service with workout and nutrition programs specifically based on your needs. They work with clients all over the U.S., and what makes Blake and ManifestFit.com so unique is that they don't believe training should be a luxury item. Now's the time to start. Head over to ManifestFit.com. Click on how to join and fill out the form. Their team will get back to you ASAP and help you start building a healthier, happier, louder Seahawks fans. The skyline is etched in my veins. You can never put that out no matter how hard it rains in my city. Hello, everybody, and welcome to... Hawk Talk Post Game Show. This is Brian Nemhauser. You can find me on Twitter at Hawk Blogger. You are seeing no camera today. Apologies for that. I am on my way driving home. Uh, I'm the only one that can do post game show today. So you've got me in the car, and uh, I don't think you want to see up my nose uh, as we drive through and drive home. Uh, Seahawks lose today to the Carolina Panthers, 30 to 23 game. Wasn't really that close. It was close at a couple points, I guess. Uh, but you know, the Seahawks were not the better team today. They weren't even close. The, the Panthers came in, they did exactly what they wanted to do. They ran through the Seahawks. They ran around the Seahawks. They passed over the Seahawks. They passed around the Seahawks. Uh, it wasn't even that good of an offensive performance by them, but it was conservative enough. They never had to do anything too difficult. They ended up with no turnovers. Uh, and the Seahawks weren't able to force them to do anything else. So they were basically like a tank today. They basically came in all armor, no speed, no, <laughs> no flash. And the Seahawks could not get them off their game. 
And meanwhile, Geno Smith had probably his worst game of the season. He made some really awful decisions, really poor throws, threw an early pick, threw another pick, threw, could have thrown a couple others. And, you know, he, he rallied the team back to where they were down 20 to 14. Uh, they had the, the, the ball at the start of the second half and ended up not uh, going for it, which I thought was a absolute awful decision by Pete Carroll. Uh, it was fourth and six inside the 10 yard line. And they decided to kick a field goal to go down 20 to 17. Uh, that felt like the kind of move you do when you have a lot of confidence in your defense and a lot of confidence in how the game was going. I felt like that was an opportunity for the Seahawks to take the lead and to change the, the complexion of that game. They didn't. They pushed out. They took the field goal. And it was never a contest really after that. Um, the defense once again gave up over 180 yards rushing. I don't know what the final total was. It might have been over 200 yards rushing as far as I know. It was awful, awful, awful uh, defense. You know, <laughs> there's nothing redeeming to say. They lost Al Woods in this game, who is arguably their best defensive lineman and their best run defender in what is maybe a historically bad run defense. The fact that it was a heel injury is what it was designated as. Uh, the chances that he will be back for a Thursday night game against the 49ers seems highly unlikely. And the 49ers absolutely demolished the Tampa Bay Bucks, And so a Seahawks team that finishes the year, well, not the finishes the finish this year 0 and 4 against the NFC South, which is one of the worst divisions in football, maybe the worst. They lost to the Saints, they lost to the Falcons, they lost to the Panthers, and they lost to the Bucks. Um, <laughs> up until uh, as of now, the Seahawks are seven and two against every team that is not in the NFC South on their schedule. Uh, just humiliating, you know, loss. Uh, you know. If you want, if you want silver linings, um, you got to start with things that aren't about the Seahawks. Uh, a Panthers win actually helps the Seahawks pick from the Broncos because the Panthers were one of the teams that was in contention um, with the Broncos for one of those top picks. This gives them a win and moves them farther away from the Broncos. The Broncos lost. Uh, scary thing there is that. They almost won. <laughs> they almost beat the Chiefs. And, folks, uh, wow. Uh, that's going to be hopefully not something that, that they can build on. Um, yeah, I do see that the Seahawks gave up 223 yards rushing. Uh, yeah, that's great. But um, uh, best wishes to Russell Wilson. I think he left the game with a concussion. Hopefully he's okay. And, folks, apologies. I'm going to be driving through some tunnels. If you lose me. I got no one to tell me that you can't hear me. So, and I can't look at the chat while I'm driving. So hopefully uh, you'll be able to hear me. In any event, the Broncos do lose. That's a big deal for the Seahawks. That's a bigger deal than a Seahawks win would have been today. Because honestly, I know people get annoyed with that, but I'm about Super Bowls. And this team needs 
that draft pick from the Broncos to be as high as possible to give them, the, the Seahawks, the best chance to win a Super Bowl. Because they ain't winning a Super Bowl this year, folks. I got news for you. Like, there's never been a chance that the Seahawks were going to win a Super Bowl. It was fun while it lasted where like, maybe you could talk about a division title. Maybe you could talk about maybe winning a game in the playoffs. But even then, the most important thing is that Broncos draft pick. And it's not just the first one. It's also the second round pick that we get from them. So that's a big outcome. Uh, and like, look, it is going to be rough. I am due back to, to the stadium, to Lumen Field on Thursday four days from today to watch them against a 49ers team that lives off of running the ball and playing great defense and everything points at that game being humiliating. The first game against the 49ers points at this game being humiliating. So uh, it does sound like maybe Debo Samuel, I don't know if the final word, but it sounds like he might be out for the year. So hopefully, hopefully he's not he's a great player. But uh, there's no reason to think the Seahawks, other than, like, you know, you play your division rivals tight and maybe weird things happen. But realistically speaking, um, this, is, uh, <laughs> this is a game that uh, you may want to avoid if you're a Seahawks fan. It could be ugly. Uh, a couple other highlights I'll call out. Um, Godwin Iguabuike, and I'm probably butchering his last name, but we'll call him Iggy, had the two best kickoff returns, frankly, the two best returns of the season for the Seahawks. That was nice to see, and it made me want to see him in the backfield certainly more than I want to see Travis Homer. Um, uh, Marquise Goodwin had a nice game, you know, made some nice plays. Uh, whew. What else can I call out as a positive? I mean, it was slim pickings. Um, you know, DK Metcalf had his touchdown. Tyler Lockett had a couple plays. Nice from Tyler for the touchdown. Um, and I'm so this is probably here. Anyway, um. Uh, I don't know, folks. There's not going to be much on this show because I, I wanted to come on and at least uh, do my bit. But um, this is all about looking toward next year. And uh, the Seahawks' defensive line is probably the worst defensive line in the whole NFL. It's that bad. And I think they need to spend their at least two of their top four picks on the defensive line. And I wouldn't even be upset if they spent three of their top four picks on the defensive line. Um, they really got to restock. Thankfully, this draft looks very deep in defensive linemen, especially on the edge, which is part of why I'm very much hoping that they get a defensive tackle with their first pick. Jalen Carter would be obviously the, the guy right now, but there's some other guys that may be worth it. So, um, I'd flush this one, folks. I don't think there's there's much to take away from it. I think there's going to be people that are like, ah, what does this mean about Gino? Look, Gino had a bad game. He still threw three touchdowns. Um, and you know what? Sometimes 
Sometimes your quarterback's going to have a bad game. It happens. Patrick Mahomes threw two interceptions today. Um, and guess what? Like other parts of the team make up for it. The Seahawks run game, far bigger issue than Geno Smith. Yes, interceptions are never acceptable. It was bad. Seahawks run game has been abysmal for weeks now. Like they can't even get three yards a carry. Three. Uh, and then the run blocking has been a big part of that. Like there's just nowhere to go. Um, so run game's bad. And I don't know that many offenses that would win with this defense, the Seahawks are running out there. This defense is just, it's nauseating. So I am going to call that good for here. Sorry that it's not a longer show, uh, but I did want to come on and at least share some initial thoughts. If you haven't already, please give the show a like. I'd appreciate it for the trouble. Um, if you haven't already, go over to patreon.com, patreon.com slash hawkblogger. Sign up, get immediate access to the Slack channel where you can commiserate with hundreds of other Seahawks fans who are probably just as frustrated as you are and that I am. And frankly, it's a much safer place to be than Twitter uh, if you want to have a nice post-game conversation. Plus, if you missed it, we made our annual donation to charity. All proceeds from the show and the blog go to charity. We donated $40,000 to the National Association of Mental Illness uh, this, this year, just uh, earlier this week. Uh, so you can join up, get access to the Slack channel, talk with other CX fans, and support great causes along the way. We've now donated $240,000 to charity over the years, and we're going to keep doing more with your help. So please head over to patreon.com slash hawkblogger, support the show, support great causes. And look, we're on the rise. It doesn't feel like it right now, but the Seahawks still had a great draft class. The Seahawks still found a very good quarterback and they've got a good, a like, good rookie tackles. There's a lot of stuff that's looking up for this season. But it's really in the long term. And right now, they have got an absolute hole on the defensive side of the ball. And no matter what they do elsewhere, if they do not patch that hole, nothing else will matter. So there is a chance for the Seahawks to go from having one of the worst defenses in the NFL and one of the worst defensive lines to at least – one of the top 15 if they get it right with their first pick and with their first four picks in this draft. That's how important it is. It can turn this around quicker than you might realize. So keep an eye on that. Maybe we'll have some fun and beat the 49ers, but <laughs> I wouldn't hold out hope for that. Let's just keep hoping the Broncos lose. That is the thing that matters this year, and, and uh, we'll have some fun with the draft when we get there. All right. Take care, everybody. Go Hawks. Appreciate you tuning in.